All right, it's the Bon Appetit Foodcast. I'm Adam Rappaport. On today's show, NBA veteran shooting guard, J.J. Redick, who also happens to be the host of the Vertical Podcast and who also happens to know a lot about food. I felt like I got totally schooled on this podcast. Like, there was so much stuff I didn't know, like that there's a guy whose job it is just to get the Chick-fil-A for the team when they get on the plane every time. And like, who has the best room service breakfast in America, or that beets apparently are really good for your blood flow, and that's why JJ eats a lot of beets on game day. So yeah, we had a fun talk about everything from sort of life on the road in the NBA, to staying fit, to eating well, and he just moved to Brooklyn. So, JJ Redick, Bon Appetit Foodcast, let's do this. JJ, where'd you have dinner last night? Um, a JetBlue Mint. <laughs> <laughs> the fancy JetBlue. Yeah. So technically, it was a menu inspired by Saxon and Parole. Oh, from New York City. Yeah, yeah. Brad Farmery. What, what was what was on the menu? Uh, Moroccan lamb with couscous. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's no, like I believe it. Stuff. There was like a, a Mexican chicken stew, and uh, you get to pick three items. And my third really? item, yeah, my third item was like a lentil salad with avocado. Oh, it's like small plates. Yeah, little small plates. Uh, and then they give you, at the very end of the flight, they give you a milk cookie from like Milk Bar here in New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's high-end stuff, I need, no, I'm not, my, my kid is, is obsessed with JetBlue Mint, even though he's never flown on it, but he likes the name. JetBlue Mint. Yeah, I need to get on that. All right, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out with you uh, on you a bit about NBA food stuff and whatnot. Um, so flying. All right. What about when you're flying with the team? Mm-hmm. Did did the Clippers have their own jet? Do you guys try? How does that work? So some teams have their own jet, yeah. But it, it the vast majority of teams charter with an airline, okay. and the majority of those teams that charter use Delta. So they've kind of retrofitted. I think it's a seven fifty seven. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know my Boeing's, but yeah. um, they basically. <laughs> but it's the, not. The but, front, it's, the, but it's not an Airbus. You know, it's not an Airbus. <laughs> I know that. the The front of the plane is like the sort of the players' cabin, and then there's like a little bit of a separation. They have like a coach's cabin with tables, so they can all watch film. Oh wow! And then the back of the plane would be like your normal, uh, your normal jet on a commercial flight, first class. So oh, you're okay. taking a United flight from Houston to Chicago. Yeah. What does first class look like? So the rest of the plane is sort of that. That's our staff. That's our um, the, our media PR people. Um, anybody that you know is a trainer or anything like that. Now, how often is like the players' cabin part? Is that like stay out coaches? You guys? Oh this yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is our turf yeah. right we've now. We've got we've got an old coach with the Clippers. An older gentleman, I should say, <laughs> uh, named Armand Hill. He's he's like the only one that's allowed up in the player. <laughs> so when guys are playing cards, sometimes he comes he comes and watches. Um, but like the players' cabin can get kind of rowdy. Generally speaking, um, there's like a DJ pretty much every flight. Wait, what? And what do you, you know, wait? What do you mean? There's a DJ? Guys bring those like you know the huge monster. I think it's monster. <laughs> You're doing a big huge, circular like, Bluetooth, yeah, 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 speakers, and they just it's just blasting you know whatever whatever music is how is is, is in how is it decided who gets a dj Do, is there like a rotation generally speaking yeah there is this year alan anderson uh he just decided he's going to play the music every flight <laughs> in a in every locker room he just completely took control of that um, does does anyone ever object or they're like oh no he's good he's got this i mean the type of music i want to listen to is is like if he's playing if he's playing Jay Z mm-hmm. or Nas, yeah. uh, Tupac, like I'm, I'm good with that. It's when like 
you know, like Migos and and even Drake come on, like just that that new millennial stuff. It gets it's a just, little. It's just it, not for me. So I, you know, I I don't think most guys don't object. I mean, we, you know, on an NBA team, you've got a pretty huge gap between like the youngest players and yeah. the oldest players. I mean, there might be a 19 year old and a 36 so you had, year old. So you had so Pierce was on your team, Paul Pierce yeah. this year, and he I'm assuming he was the oldest guy on the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like 38 or 39. Jamal Crawford's 37. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm 32. I've got a wife and kids, so it's it's. It's you're never gonna agree on one type of music. Yes. So you just as it's as I mean, long as Jay Z is Jay Z is a safe choice. As long as it's not country music, probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so all right. So, so you're, you're playing. Is there a particular card games that get played the most? This has nothing to do with food. We'll get back to food. Yeah. Don't worry about no, this. Um, yeah. So the the NBA game of choice is Blu-ray. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of Blu-ray. <laughs> no, Bure. <laughs> no. So it's B O U R R E with a little uh, apostrophe. I believe it was uh, originally played. I think it's. I, I don't. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was originally played uh, down in Louisiana. So that's why it's spelled Sounds that like way. Sounds like Bure. Yes. But it, I, the easiest way to describe the game, if you took the five card poker game that we all played grew, growing up, where you got five cards and you could, you know, yeah, ask for couple, more, yeah. Yeah, throw out a couple, ask for more. If you could play five card poker with spades, that is essentially Bure. Um, are you good at it? I'm I'm good. Yeah, I I don't. I didn't play every flight. I played at the beginning of the year. I won a lot of money. I'm not gonna lie. I won a lot of money, and and are, then I quit the game after one particular flight because there were some things happening that I just <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't condone it. And you uh, condone. what could be happening? Well, like I just I noticed guys were guys were butting up with each other. Oh, right. So yeah, the, yeah. the just when you say uh, like. You got your, your, you don't want to get booed. You know, okay, that's the yeah. point of the, you know, the name of the game, Boo Ray. So getting booed means you stayed in the game, you stayed in the hand, and you did not collect a book. So, in, like in spades, where if you, you know, you're playing spades and you have the highest of a suited card, or yeah. if trumps get played, you have the highest trump, you win the book. Well, if you stay in the game and you don't get a book, you have to match the pot. So, what was happening was I noticed a couple guys were allowing the other guy next to them to sort of get a book. They would, oh, I'm not going to play my best yeah, card yeah. here. Meanwhile, they're, because I'm winning, because yeah. I had won a lot of money thus, that, that, to that point in the season, they're like coming after me. You guys, to, you guys are supposed to be teammates, man. <laughs> no. You're not supposed to be. No, no. It's, it's, it's supposed to be wow. cutthroat when we're playing cards. I'm not, I don't want guys helping, like teaming up against certain guys. I just, I couldn't stand wow. for it. Do you think Kelly Oubre is good at Boure? <laughs> that was a basketball <laughs> joke, listeners. Sorry. Let's go Wizards. Uh, um, okay. Is there, is there like a cop on the plane? I, I'm assuming you can drink on the plane. I mean, I, I, you're all I've been on every yeah every team I've been on is a little bit different. Uh, like people drink on the plane, but it's not. It's, generally speaking, it's like after a game, end of a road trip, uh, or you know you're playing on a Wednesday and you leave after the game and you don't play again until Saturday. It's not like you're drinking. You're not on the plane the night before a game or a back to back yeah, yeah. drinking, yeah. but. Occasionally, there's wine and, and and beer, but it's it's not like serve. You have to bring it on yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, now, every team is different, but every team is different. I've been on teams where like there is a little bit of wine on the plane, but you got to bring it on yourself. I feel like I'm learning so much on this podcast. When you say bring it on, you mean literally BYO? Yeah. So like, whenever we play in Oklahoma City, if we don't have like <clears throat> like a game the next night yeah. and we're leaving OKC, I'm friends with one of the ball boys, and there's a couple really good craft breweries in OKC. Yeah. So I'll I'll say go get me something local IPA yeah. or whatever. So 
either I don't know when he goes, but at yeah. some point, halftime or third quarter, he goes and he picks the beer up. <laughs> and when I get on the bus, it's sitting in my seat. So I got a little six pack, I, and then I. So you're not drinking the little like airplane bottle of Johnny Walker. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, no. but certain guys do do that. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So you so you can bring on some fine craft beer because yeah. you're a, you're a, you're a connoisseur. Um, yeah. What about food? Do you bring food on the plane, or or is there always a meal served on the plane? Yeah. So it wasn't always this way. Oh. You know, ten years ago, teams were not paying that much attention to nutrition back in after the day. Games. Yeah. You maybe would game would end. There might be like Domino's pizza. Nothing is Domino's, but Domino's <laughs> pizza in the locker room. That's that's what you had, and then you. You know, you'd get to the next city at one or two in the morning, yeah. and you'd have to convince room service to let you get a burger or something yeah. to to eat. Now, I mean, you know, it's not like four star meals, but it's 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 really good stuff. Uh, generally speaking, we get Whole Foods to cater on so, the plane. On the plane, oh, right? Cool. And then if we're in like a good city, like sometimes, like we'll we'll get like. Um, We'll get like beignets from Cafe du Monde. Like one of the players would do that. <laughs> not so healthy. <laughs> yeah, not so healthy. But I mean, like, you know, I remember being in Orlando. Anytime we'd we'd go play in California, like someone would would inevitably always have like In and Out for us after mm, the games. It'd be like there. fifty burgers on oh, the bus when you get after yes. the game. Yeah. God bless America. Um, what? All right. So let's let's talk about because I want to get I, I want to get back to the healthy stuff, but I don't want to rush. So when you're in town and you don't have to get on the plane, so say say Clips are in town playing the Knicks, do you immediately leave after that game and you're here the night before? Or, you know what I mean? Like, how does that work? Do you, are you always leaving as soon as the game ends and get into the next city? Um, when you're on the road, let's say you're on a five-game road trip and let's say you play every other day, yeah. then yeah, you would leave right after the game in almost every case. Back-to-backs, you leave right after the game. There's like... It, you know, I've been on a lot of teams where, and, and the Clippers were like this, like if you're playing Wednesday in Miami and you're not playing again until Saturday in Memphis, like where do you want to spend a couple days? I would say Miami. <laughs> Miami. So you stay a couple extra nights in Miami. Home games, now if we're in L.A., uh, the only way we'd ever leave right after the game is if we had, it's called a fly-out game. So we, you have a, a Thursday night game on TNT uh, and then you have a Friday game on ESPN in Portland. You so you leave, yeah, you'd leave right after the game. All right. Let's say you're in Miami. Let's say you're in New York. You've got a couple of days to your next game. How does going out after that game work? Like who, who, where are you deciding to go? Who are you going with on the team? You know? Yeah. S- depends on where I am. Let's say uh, Miami to start off with. Miami. Um, you just beat the Heat, like yeah, I mean, like I would, 104 to I would, 97. So, so a lot of the guys would go to Prime 112. You know, that's famous like, steakhouse yeah, yeah, on the Strip, right there. That's kind of the spot to go to f- if you're an NBA player in Miami. So, like this year after the game, I went. Uh, one of my buddies that I played with at Duke. I went to his apartment afterwards. Who was that? Josh McRoberts. Okay. We played Miami. We stayed after the game. I went to his apartment afterwards for like an hour. Uh, caught up with them a little bit, and then went and met like five of my teammates at Prime One Twelve, and they went out after the yeah. game. But you're typically you're typically gonna go eat before you go out. If the for the younger guys who are gonna go out also, yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. You're not gonna like roll into the club, <laughs> start like right after the game. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, and then you, but see, like for me, New York, I have I have friends and family here, okay. so it's a little different. I typically won't necessarily like go out with my teammates after a game in New York just because you know this is an opportunity for me to catch up with yeah. people. So say you're in Chicago or something, are there certain teammates you typically will go out with? Yeah, like sort of. like the the I would say the 
people that most Clippers fans would assume. Like I go out with DJ and Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. Um, every now and then, like it's 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 a sighting when Jamal Crawford comes out of his hotel room. <laughs> so, like we after Game Three and uh, against Utah, we had this uh, this uh, Italian place stay open late for us, and um, and I went back to the hotel first because my wife was there. She wanted to go to bed, so I I tucked her in, and then I went. And, you said in Utah? Yeah, in Utah. It's late. Is late like ten oh one p.m. No, there? this was like we rolled out of there like one thirty wow. in the morning. It was Ooh, crazy. Right. I know. And but anyways, I we got there and it was like it was like DJ and Chris, a um, couple other guys, and and Jamal was there, and that's like, <laughs> I mean, you it, don't see Jamal. Like, is you he just don't? Is he typically in his room watching a movie, room service? Yeah, or watching highlight videos <laughs> <laughs> of himself. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, so DeAndre Jordan and Blake are both big fellows. Yeah, are they big eaters? They are. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like we, uh, you'd be surprised at how many guys have pretty sophisticated palates in terms of like searching out good restaurants and and uh, and appreciating good food. All right, well let's let's talk about that because ESPN yeah. did a list of the favorite dining options around the NBA this past week. Um, this is uh, May twentieth. Um, I don't know if I would say include these on fine palate list, but I, I want to <laughs> go down this list okay. and then I want to compare them. To your what if you were to do a top ten? Okay, and and I think you might agree with some of these, but we'll see. All right, number one, we're gonna go one through ten. Uh, Nobu, Los Angeles, multiple locations. Okay, so I wouldn't say multiple locations. There's really only one Nobu to me, and that's mm. the Malibu Nobu. Ooh, and on, on the deck there, overlooking yeah, the ocean. I think Nobu is 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 fine sushi. It's good sushi. Yeah. I, I don't have necessarily a problem with it. It's not the best sushi in the world, but. There's something uh, that's like quintessential California about being in Malibu, eating outside. Um, you know, the waves are literally five feet away from yeah. you, crashing up against the shore. It's 72 um, degrees. Typically going to yeah. see someone famous there. Yeah. It's just a really cool experience. So I, I enjoy Nobu Malibu. The other ones, I, I mean, they're, they're uh, funny. here nor there. All right, number two, the Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> multiple locations. <laughs> You come on, you bit you don't act like you haven't been up at the Cheesecake Factory five years ago when we were deciding like where we wanted to live. My wife and I were like, we need to have an off season home. We ended up picking Austin, Texas. Oh, um, nice. And and uh, we sold our house there. Now we live here. But when we were when we were doing the rounds five years ago and like going to different cities during the lockout, trying to figure out where we wanted to live, her one her one like you know requisite for the city was that they had to have a cheesecake factory. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea why. I have no idea why. Oh, there's a cheesecake? Oh, I could live here. here. Uh, like, do, all right. Does she have a go-to order on their phone book size menu? Uh, it's, yeah, it's the, it's a chicken dish. It's the it's like the breaded chicken with the the cream sauce. Uh -huh. it's, it's probably 1,200 calories. It's disgusting. <laughs> what about the you? Cheesecake Factory, I'll oh. say this. like, If you're a young player in the NBA, if you're 19 or 20. Yes. Um, and you can have 4,800,000 calories a day. Yeah, and your your salary is a little different than yeah. like a veteran player. You haven't accumulated a ton of money and, and a ton of earnings. Like the Cheesecake Factory is a nice night out. It is. <laughs> <laughs> There's something for everyone. Yeah, exactly. And if you're taking if you're taking the work, if you're taking the work to, you know, if you're on the road and you you want you I got to get a good meal in. And yeah. You're taking the work, you know, there's, it's. Wait, 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 what, what, is, what, what is, what is taking the work mean? 
What does that mean? Like if you're if you're taking a girl, if you're oh, taking, taking a girl, a girl. I, yeah, not I, necessarily like you know your your, your girlfriend, boo- but just like you know the single guys, they take they take the work out. That's what they do. God, between Ray and taking the work, <laughs> I'm just getting educated. All right, Philippe by Philippe Chow in New York. I've never been, never been either. That's like a yeah. Mr. Chow sort of yeah. offshoot, never sort been. of high end uh, Chinese uh, Prime One Twelve in Miami. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, so that's right on Ocean it's, Drive. It's a so I talked about Prime One Twelve. I had a, a Mike Dunleavy on my podcast last July. And we, at the end, we talked about like our four favorite sort of um, NBA like food spots, like maybe that were under the radar, yeah, yeah. radar or whatever. And we brought up Prime One Twelve, and I didn't trash it. I didn't trash it, <laughs> but I said I, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's okay, you know, it's fine, it's fine. So when I went, oh no, back in uh, December. Miles, the owner, and the freaking host, like they both said to me, oh man, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh, that's, thank you so much. And they're like, yeah, we listened to the Dunleavy one. And I was like, okay, okay, great. (laughs) I totally forgot. I felt like a little, little foot in the mouth there, but, um. No, it's fine. It's, it's fine. good. No, it's good. It's, it's fun. It's a scene. It's a scene. It's, it's, like, as, it's as South Beach as you Like, if get. you're, again, I go back to, like, if you're, you know, this is kind of what I experienced in my seven years in Orlando. Like, if you're playing in a smaller market, or the two months I was in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. if you're playing in a small, smaller market, and you go to Miami oh, yeah. or L.A. or New York, like, you're not necessarily, like, trying to find, like, a, an eater gem or, like, some gem that infatuation no, you don't, has. You don't, like, you, you want to go, yeah. go to the scene. Yes, you don't That's want— That's where you want to go. You don't want off the beaten path. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, number five, Chipotle. Chipotle. I mean, uh, are you a Chipotle guy? I was. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> DJ is a tough critic, man. Something happened a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been since. I think I read something on the internet. Um, there's a funny shot of James Harden loading up at uh, some back backstage somewhere. Uh, oh, this is a good one, especially if you have kids. Benny Hanna. Yeah, Benny Hanna. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get one, <laughs> but you bet. Yes, so y- when, years when ago? we were in the no, like a month ago. So my wife, <laughs> your wife, I got a beer. It's your wife on the podcast. <laughs> She's unbelievable. So we're we're in Utah, <laughs> like Salt Lake City does have some good restaurants. I'm not bashing. No, Salt it Lake does. City. It, they it, do. It, they do. My brother lived there for like a year and a half. He took me to some great places. But I told her that there was a Benihana near the movie theater, and she's like, "We gotta go." <laughs> so we ended up going. It was it was prom night in Salt Lake City. Oh my god! So it was like an hour and a half wait. You know, we were around all these like seventeen-year-olds. It was a fine meal, and uh, a week later, she decides she wants to take my son to the Benihana in Times Square. So she went twice in a week. <laughs> oh my god, she loves it. Onion <laughs> volcano. Uh, you know, I have not been to this one, Il Gabiano in Miami. El Gabiano. Yeah. yeah, you're like, yeah. It's, it's also in, it's just in like my fi- top ten. Oh, it's in your top ten. It's in my. Top so we actually, 10. there's actually one yeah. that you co-signed. My too, my actually. financial advisor, he's a he's a Goldman guy, and he he uh, is based out of Miami. I haven't been. And he where took is it? Me there. It's in Brickell. Okay. It's right know near right. you know where Zuma is yeah. in the Epic? Yeah, yeah. So it's like the next building okay. over. Right. Yeah. I gotta get hip to that. Uh catch in New York and West Hollywood. Kind of no? Oh boy. CD Meatpacking District. Have you been? C- I, I'm not really a meatpacking district. Have I know you, the guys have you eaten the food? I know the guys who own it. I they're nice guys. I just, it's not my scene. I'm a forty seven year old dad. I'm not going out in the meatpacking district. It's just not my it's not All my right. jam. We'll leave it, uh, we'll as leave us it old that. guys would say. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Oh, speak, oh, how about, oh, I like this one. Fogo de Chao. No. That's, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a definite no. Would you, you go to uh, Lowry's, the prime rib, and said on that uh, restaurant strip there in L.A.? 
No. No. no I don't go there either. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't even get this. I have not, I don't know an NBA player that has ever been to <laughs> the so I don't, I don't know the accuracy of and, this article. And that's one of those like Brazilian churrascaria sort of joints. Okay, yeah. number 10. Uh, this is I guess, a very sort of everywhere, all-purpose sort of joint. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yeah. It's, it's the New Orleans barbecue shrimp. That's what people go for oh. in the NBA. Yeah. Is, is, is it sizzling? Like that's the what steak? I was. Kevin Arnovitz, who wrote yeah. the article, like that's what I was when I gave him my list because he yeah. asked me to yeah, give yeah. some input for it. I, I I mentioned to him I was like you know Ruth's Chris would be a good choice just because like when you're on the road so as much as we are you you sometimes like NBA players like we we crave sort of routine and comfort it's it's why yeah. we're athletes something you and can so depend on yeah and so I think that's why you see so many chains on that list yeah because like I know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. I just tried. I just tried a really weird place in Sacramento. Wait, hold that. Yeah, because we're gonna take a break for a quick message from our sponsors. All right, we are back, and now JJ, we're getting your top ten list. Your top ten favorite restaurants in America? Or are you going overseas on us? Uh, there's a, there's a couple. Okay, well, hit, um, all right, hit us that with are, them. That are overseas. And are we in order? I've, you know what? I just kind of divided them up, sort okay. of into into like um, little subsections. I, I'd say. <laughs> You want, a, you want a job with Bon Appetit? You're, you're editing for us. You're critiquing. This is great. You're like, yeah, so like the, the first subsection is like the really, really like highbrow, you know, yeah. tasting menu type things. Okay. And we've eaten at, my wife and I, we've eaten at a lot of these. Um, so my three favorite are, are French Laundry. Uh, Up in Yountville. Yes, in California. Um, 11 Mad, 11 Madison okay. Park. When, when, when did you go to 11 Madison? Um, I went once in 2013 and once in 2015. Okay, and that was just named number one restaurant in the world in, in that 50 best list. Yes. Um, we, which is a list that I reference. Okay, and it's did, not the be all and end all to me, but it's a it's a exactly. good reference point, I think. And what what was your take on Eleven Mad? What was your experience? Like? So the f the first time that I ate there, it was one of the best meals I've had. Mm -hmm. We also had a nineteen a bottle of nineteen seventy eight Latosh. Mm, so nice. it was it was also one of the best wines I've <laughs> yeah. ever had. Um but it was just it was like one of those like perfect sort of nights. Yeah. You're with great people. The service there is unreal. Uh the staff was just so friendly and, yeah. and welcoming. What's nice, um, about, what's nice about Eleven Mad is that they are just welcoming to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. If, if you're in the restaurant, they're, yeah, they're be amazing. Super nice they're too. amazing. Uh the second time we went, um was uh it, the food was great and yep. the and the service was great and all that the second time we went there wasn't as as enjoyable of an experience because it was uh the first night of all-star break mm. we had taken a red eye from california chelsea and i she had accidentally drank half a bottle of tequila with one of my teammates oh, i hate when that happens by so accident. she was working yeah. on like two hours of sleep and oh, i was yeah. working on like yeah. less than that and the meal was four and a half hours. No, you, 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 so you had, we walked out of there at 12, 30, yeah, 1 o'clock no. in the morning. It was just, it was I, great. I've been but, there, but you got you to be in shape for a meal like that. Yeah, you do. Uh, but, but I think, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with yeah. them being ranked yeah. in the top five in the world. All right, um, French Laundry for me, though, is, is like one of, it might be my favorite restaurant. And All I've right. eaten there five or six times. Oh, wow. um, it's just the whole experience to me is great. I've, I, I mean, I've I've had better meals. My, yeah. Number three on my list is Osteria Francescana. That's oh, so which I, was which used to be the number one yeah. restaurant in Modena, Italy. Yeah, and um, and that, so that's that's probably my best meal I've ever had. Okay, so I went there about four years ago with the my old boss at GQ. Um, we were over in Italy for work. My issue with Osteria Francescana was the space. I wanted the 
Did you go for lunch or dinner? I went for dinner, but I thought that okay. the, I was in one of those rooms. There was like four tables in there, some modern art on the wall. But it, it wasn't like you were in this transporting mm-hmm. space where you were, sure. you know, trans, where you're, which is oh my God, which is one of the I? cool things about French Laundry. Yeah, is that you're in this old laundromat? In this exactly, room. but you also drive out yeah, there, yeah, yeah. and there, it's like a journey. Yeah. And, and I wish I, I wanted Francescana to be a bit more like, wow, here this I am, is amazing. Like, I'm yeah, on the yeah. coast of whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, so those, yeah, those three are yes, and which is oh, one okay. of the reasons I think per se su- sh- suffers a little bit. It's a little just the, the ambiance is a little stale. It's it's very corporate boardroom. Yeah, you know, you could feel like you're having dinner with the CEO of Sony or something. Um, so I have to throw one in there that's also in Italy, uh, Conca del Sogno. Have you ever eaten there? Ooh, I was there last summer on <laughs> yeah. the Amalfi Coast. So, oh my God, yeah. So again, it's this is, well, see, again, this you're, is about you're, the experience. You're on the coast, you're in yeah, these, these this rocks, about the these experience. cliffs, the water splash, and they're bringing like a Branzino over. You got your glass of like yeah. Verdicchio or whatever. And like, you're like, oh. We've been there, we've been there three times. For the listener, you get there by boat. Yeah. So, yeah. so you get to Conca, so you t- we, we've done a boat day. All three yeah. times we went to the Amalfi Coast, we've done a boat day. And the lunch is they, they, they boat you to Conca del Sogno. And a little, you know, 15-year-old comes up in a, in a little, little dinghy. Uh, and yeah, a little dinghy. They motorboat you they over. motorboat you in. The first time we went was in 2010. It was a Saturday afternoon. It was about 12, 30, 1 o'clock when we rolled in. We were pretty, uh, we were inebriated <laughs> at this point. I mean, it was our <laughs> it was honeymoon. vacation. And so I'm in, I'm in like some, you know, uh, some swim trunks and Chelsea's in a bikini. And I was like, hey, do we need, I'm thinking like, we're well, living in Florida at the time. I'm thinking like, it's, it's a place only reachable by boat. Everybody's probably in swimsuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like, nah, you're good, man. You don't need a shirt. So I'm like, all right. So we go in. Wait, wait, you didn't have a shirt? No, I didn't have a shirt. <laughs> so we go in. We go in. How and much it's ink, literally? How much uh, ink did you have at that point? A substantial amount. <laughs> so we go in. It's like a scene out of a movie. Like literally the record stopped. Everyone stopped talking. They all turn and they look at us. And I'm like, oh, shit. They didn't even have our table ready. Oh, so no. like just we're standing literally there. standing there for like 15 minutes with our sh- my shirt off, Chelsea in the bikini. We were just... We were horrified. They ended up getting my shirt while we were waiting. These um, these Australians came over and yeah. they started chatting with us, and and we ended up having a night with them. It was a, it was a, it was a you, good memory. You can't not have a good time with Australians. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, always... we actually are still friends with them to this that's day. That's awesome. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of there. Uh, two other sort of comfort food mm-hmm. Italian places: Il Gabbiano in Miami. Okay, it's one of my favorite meals, and then Giorgio Baldi in L.A. Which okay. is um, where is that? It's in Santa Monica. It's right near the beach. It's almost like Malibu. Yeah, it's a little bungalow. Okay, maybe twelve to fifteen tables. Um, it's 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 old school. I mean, it's it's just it's comfort food. I get the same thing every time. I get the fish carpaccio appetizer, the corn agnolati with whatever truffles in season, and grilled langoustine. Chelsea gets the same thing, uh-huh. except she gets the Dover sole. You know what order the baller the baller <laughs> menu? Are you a uh, are you a Dantana's guy at all? Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. <laughs> the food, the food. I, you don't, I, you don't go for the food necessarily, yeah, but it's you know, it's a I scene. Mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. Again, it's catch, you know. <laughs> all right, so then uh, one more. That's it's kind of its own section. So I, I love oysters, nice. and in, generally speaking, if you're on the coast, you know, East Coast, West Coast, whatever. And you can get a great oyster. You, you, you get it. Uh, I love raw oysters. I don't really put anything on it. I yep. just like the brine and all that stuff. But there's something about wood-grilled oysters in New, New Orleans that I love. And yes. my favorite are at Koshan, uh, a Donald Link restaurant. 
And they have a great butcher shop next door, which sometimes I get the muffaletta from. But the wood-grilled oysters, they put a little chili butter sauce on top nice. at Koshan, and that's yeah. sort of – so it's up there. Koshan, I go every time I'm in New Orleans. And uh, do, you, do, you, do you enjoy Pesh also with Seafood Place? Um, I haven't been yeah, there. Right now. No, I would. I went to Herb Saint, which is okay. one of his other places. Um, all right, and then a couple spots uh, of places that I've lived. So in Orlando, there's a gastro pub called the Ravenous Pig. Uh, I was gonna say, where do you, where does one go out to eat in Orlando? The Ravenous the, Pig. <laughs> and what does one order at the they Ravenous have, Pig? Uh, the the chefs are like James Beard nominated. I mean, they're okay. they're great. They're great chefs. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a spot. I love Thai food. L.A. has an mm. abundance of Thai yes. restaurants. Night and Market is my favorite. Um, and then because we just moved to Brooklyn, I have to put one Brooklyn restaurant in. And yeah, that's yeah, also better. because it's the last great meal that I really had, and that was Olmstead. Oh, okay, cool. Which is a newer spot, but uh, um, had a great meal there over All-Star Break this year. And now it's finally garden weather here yeah, in New York. So that's you, true. you can sit out back again, finally. Oh, that's a good list. I like that one. Before we get to our lightning round, if I, want I had to... an eleventh, it would be Chick Fil A. By the way, <laughs> oh, I was going to get to that. Hold on, so we're going to get to that. Um, what? Uh, it's interesting. You mentioned before fitness, um, and and it's interesting now. NBA certainly in the NFL, where weight sometimes can be more of an issue. Athletes are have so much money at stake that it seems like they're being much more mindful of their bodies yeah, and their fitness. Sure. And how has your diet changed compared to ten years ago when you were a rookie? I think when I was a rookie, I didn't really pay any attention to my diet. And it wasn't that I ate horribly, but it was more about not putting the right stuff in there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can remember my rookie year, I wouldn't eat a pregame meal because I didn't know how to cook. And there wasn't like a Whole Foods nearby. So I would just drive to the arena. There was a subway open. I would get like a, a six-inch meatball sub. <laughs> you literally just stopped? At stop. six o'clock. This is in Orlando. seven o'clock game. That was what I did in my rookie year. Now... I'm like now I'm like OCD about what I eat on ga you know game days and I do the same thing almost every game day. I mean from breakfast to the pregame meal. It's the okay. Same so let's talk thing. that. So say all right, let's work backwards. Tip off is what seven thirty or so. Tip off seven thirty. Staples Center. Yeah. So I go to shoot around. We have a chef at, at uh, shoot around that makes us our, our breakfast. So I get like this egg white scramble with brown rice, uh, sauteed spinach, and a little bit. I always I have to say this because this is how I order it, yeah. but a little bit of cheese. A little bit. <laughs> just a little and bit. then I do I do quinoa oatmeal with uh, walnuts and blueberries, and I don't put brown sugar on it. I just I, game days I try to monitor my sugar intake. So what what time is that? Um, that's at like nine nine thirty. That's at before shoot around. Before shoot around, I usually usually eat pasta for lunch. Wait, hold on. Is shoot around literally just shoot around? Can you do whatever you want? No. Or no, they no. like, like walking like you, you through walk stuff. through plays, you, you go five on O, sometimes at game speed, like your own plays, and then you get your own work in. And so like I do all my my body work before shoot around. So that's like all my activation stuff, you know, core strength. And I don't lift on a game day, mm -hmm. but it's like 15, 20 minutes and then you you do all that stuff as a team and then it's kind of like free shoot after that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have a routine that I do every game day. Even if there isn't shoot around, I'll go in and I'll and I'll and I'll. How do many routine. threes will you take? The routine's not that long. It's um, I, I think I make. Uh, it's a specific number. I think it's like one hundred and four makes. Again, it's, I haven't so I haven't made that Listen, many in, every, my, in my entire life. Every <laughs> Sunday of the off season, when I start my basketball work, it's every Sunday I go in and I make three hundred and forty two shots. It's I don't know why, why I do that. It's just. <laughs> I don't know how I ended up on that number. <laughs> um, okay. And then at 4.30, so I, I, then I go nap, and then at 4.30, I, I get the same thing. 
I get there's I get the Whole Foods hot bar. And so beets are really good for. Um, but wait, wait, is the is the Whole Foods hot bar at Staples Center? No, no, or no. no this is like next to my house. You just go to the grocery store <laughs> at four thirty. Yeah. Okay. At four thirty, and I load up you know one of those one of those boxes uh, with a bunch of red beets because uh, they're they're great for blood flow. Quinoa, or brown rice, one or the other. A little bit of spinach, and then I do uh, either rotisserie chicken or mm. sometimes they have like pulled chicken in yeah, like yeah. The, where the, the Mexican uh, food is. So I'll do that. But wait, wait, <clears throat> and then, when, when, what happened to pasta? When was pasta? Pasta was lunch. Which is what time is that? Like, like 12.30. 12.30. And what yeah. kind of pasta? Uh, it's rigatoni with uh, bolognese sauce with no cream. Mm, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, so then it's it, a it's a DoorDash order or like Postmates. I don't. What do, what do they use in New York? Grubhub. We're, we're Uber Postmates, Eats. Seamless. Okay, you better right. you better learn this shit. I know. Dude. So uh, I use DoorDash a lot in LA. So I would DoorDash it on my way home from shoot around, and I get my pasta. Well, where's the pasta coming from? Il Frito Mista in her in her most <laughs> in her most beach. The funny thing is, this is what's shout funny. out to Frito Mista during the season. Like if it's a non game day, we cook at home. Yeah. But like on a game day, I'm not. I don't have no, time to cook. Not. I'm not going to make my wife cook. We have yeah. two kids, so like. You know, I just everything is kind of taken care of, and it's easy. Whole Foods hot bar takes fifteen minutes. So, are like the are the checkout guys at Whole Foods like, "What's up, JJ?" They, yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. Well, my yeah. sister, my sister did. Uh, she doesn't anymore, but she worked marketing for Whole Foods, and okay. she worked out of that store <laughs> at <laughs> one point. What do you get a discount? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but like, so they uh, they all know me. No, in there. Uh, okay, yeah. so all right, so good luck tonight. You know that sort of thing. All right, so so then. So that's oh, so like four thirty. The okay. game's at seven thirty. Obviously, I, I I go to the arena. Yeah. I get all my body work done again. What's the commute like? How far? Uh, how long drive? Thirty five minutes. Okay. Thirty thirty five minutes on a on a non weekend, and and then around like forty five on the clock. So forty five minutes ago before the game, there's a countdown. Um, I'll have uh, beet juice and some sort of like low sugar granola bar. Um, are you are you conscious about staying hydrated all day? Yes. Just water or anything else? I do water and then I do electrolyte supplements. Mm. I don't like sugar. I just I don't. I, I'm very yeah. sensitive to like having too much sugar in my body. It just doesn't doesn't fit well with me. And I don't want to go. I don't want to have these sort of highs and lows during during yeah. the day on a game day. So I don't I don't drink Gatorade or anything like that. I used to do coconut water, but again, it's. A lot of sugar. So yeah. now, last like four years, I just drink water on game days, and then I supplement the electrolytes. Is there a team dietitian, or is each guy expected to have his own person we, advising? We have a team nutritionist, dietitian. I'm not. I know she's a nutritionist. Yeah. I'm not sure if she's double certified, but um, yeah, Meg's great. She, yeah. you know, she, we do like blood work, food sensitivity tests. So um, she helps sort of lay out what if you you're should a younger. Be if you're a younger player, yeah. like she'll go shop. She'll go shopping with guys. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, she'll lay out everything, you know, and she's very, like, we'll get emails before we go on a road trip. Here's what you should order for room service in this hotel, in this city. Oh, I um, want to get to that. So then what, what do you, you're looking pretty lean. What do you weigh now and what's the most you've weighed in your career? <laughs> in my NBA career? Yeah. Uh, not, I, I've been 195 my whole career. Really? Yeah. I've never fluctuated. Now, I'll fluctuate muscle mass. Uh-huh. Um, if I have an injury or if, like, I, I'm taking some time off right now. Um, so I'm basically just kind of doing maintenance work. I'm not really like training right now. Um, it's been three weeks. I mean, yeah. probably start next week because I'm kind of itching. But um, yeah, I've been 195. Now, when I was at Duke my sophomore year, uh, I had a diet of um, Bojangles biscuits, <laughs> late night quesadillas, 
and uh, and and twenty four packs of Miller Lite. <laughs> so I weighed about two twenty five. But, but you two twenty five at the end of my sophomore year. Oh my god! And what do you weigh now? One ninety five. Oh I got god. my last two years at Duke. I played at one ninety. I was thirty five pounds lighter than when I was at my end of my, end of my sophomore year. And for the listeners at home, <laughs> JJ still graduated as the all-time ACC leading scorer, yeah. correct? In fairness, it was really just my sophomore year that I, <laughs> that I had that diet. <laughs> and, and you had a much higher scoring average your senior year. Yeah, exactly. You were like, what, 27, 26 a game? Uh, tw- yeah, a little under 27. Yeah. Before we almost wrap up, in terms of hotel room service, yeah. um, do you have favorite hotel room services yes, on the road? Where are they? Uh, the Nines Hotel in Portland. Oh yeah. Um, what, what do they what do they get? What do they do well? Their their market salad is the best like room service salad there is. It, first of all, it's huge. Secondly, they dress it for you, which mm. is such a frustration that I have. <laughs> Would you have <laughs> like, to toss it yourself? You no, know, it's the, the salad's never as good. They give you like an undersized bowl and an oversized yeah. salad, and then like <laughs> like a drop of oil and vinegar, and they're like, "Here, just toss yeah. it yourself." And you're like, I, "This doesn't work." No. So it's a perfectly, it's just a perfectly tossed salad. It's got a lot of shaved vegetables in it. Um, then they, the, I saw before a game on the road, I get the yeah. same thing every time. I get whatever chicken dish they have, so it could be like a whole chicken or a grilled chicken, whatever. The fancy, the fancy hotels have like the whole roasted chicken, Ooh, yeah. you know, and other hotels have just a grilled chicken breast, and then um, some sort of starch. So sometimes a baked potato or rice, and then usually a green, so broccoli, asparagus, something like that, um, and then a, 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 I drink a lot of coffee on game days. Unfortunately, yeah. So I, I have that doesn't get you jittery. Your shot? No, no. no. I, I started doing it when I started dating my wife. Actually, I never drank coffee before I, I started dating oh, her. Wow. And and so since my third year, yeah, I've, I've drank. Uh, I drink a cup when I wake up from my nap, and then I'll drink, uh, you know, right after my pregame meal, and then I'll drink um, like a half a cup with like twenty minutes on the clock before the game. Wow. But I'm like, you know, it's coffee. You know, it's it's it does dehydrate you, but yeah. I'm so hydrated, like yeah, yeah. It, do, it doesn't really matter. And then in terms of, do you have a favorite room service breakfast in the country? Any hotels? So that's the thing. Uh, we we have every breakfast when we're on the road, we have like a spread. So we meet oh. in the ballroom. Even if there's not a non-game day, yeah. like off day, we always have. That's the one meal we always have on the road, at least with the Clippers. So <laughs> I get the same thing, though. So I get like my little egg white scramble um, every time, but so there's cake. like there's like the little omelet station guy. Yeah, yeah. There's an omelet station. Then there's like fresh waffles and fresh pancakes, and then there's like you know your buffet of like bacon, mm-hmm. turkey bacon, whatever. Um, and then on like a cheat day, I'll have I'll have a fresh waffle, and uh, the best fresh waffle I've ever had on the road was at the Trump Soho. Really, it pains me to say that, <laughs> but it's the truth. <laughs> who, is, is there anyone who eats the weirdest breakfast on the team? The weirdest breakfast, oh, man. You know, I it's odd, but I probably don't pay as much attention to what other guys are eating. I always end up eating breakfast with DJ though, yeah. and like he gets the same thing I do. So I, I guess I, in my mind, I guess everybody eats the same yeah. thing. Breakfast buddies. <laughs> All right, before we let you go, we're going to do our lightning round. Uh, we're going to hit you with some either or questions. Okay. All right, here we go. Rock shrimp tempura or Baja style fish taco. Not a fish taco guy. Rock shrimp tempura. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you get the rock shrimp tempura when you go to Nobu? I do. Yeah. You can't, you can't not get <laughs> you it. You can't not get it. <laughs> Crispy fried shrimp tossed in mayonnaise. I know. Aisle or window? You should. This should be like rapid fire. I know. You should know I'm, this. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm window at heart. Window at heart. Yeah. I'm going to throw in some Durham questions here. 
Foster's Market or Elmo's Diner? Foster's. What goes on at Foster's? Um, it's like a smorgasbord. Okay. All right. Just <laughs> a little of everything? A little bit of everything. <laughs> you, probably, you can probably find like those uh, organic feed bags in there too, like to go grocery shopping with. Uh, skinny jeans or skinny sweats? Can I say both? Nope. You got to pick one. Skinny jeans. What's your, do you have a brand of choice? Frame. Frame. Yeah. I gotta, oh, don't even know frame. I need to get with frame. Um, <clears throat> in and out or Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Wow, that was quick. That's easy. What's your go-to order? Uh, they get the same thing. I mean, it's it's the original chicken sandwich. I put no sauce on it, no mayonnaise, no cheese. Nothing. No mayo? It's two pickles yep. and, the, and the fried chicken breast. That's all I need. Very moist. Do you get the waffle fries? <laughs> <laughs> it is very moist. It's like you almost don't need. Dude, I hate that word. I know. That is the weirdest <laughs> word. <laughs> I, 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 I literally would say this. Right that today word and munch. <laughs> munch. Moist and munch. Those oh, are the God. two words. that just, They just have weird if, connotations. If you're listening at home, kids. Um, do, do you get the waffle fries? No, I don't care for the waffle. The waffle fries are okay. It's that's not what makes Chick Fil A great. What makes Chick Fil A great is the chicken sandwich. But you're getting more than one, I assume, right? Or you just, will you go and just get one chicken sandwich? <laughs> Occasionally, I'll just go and get one. <laughs> I'll never turn down a Chick Fil A sandwich. Our rookies, so that's the that's the job of the rookies on the on the on the practice, then fly out. Mm -hmm. So we start of a road trip. Their job is to have Chick Fil A for everybody on the game, or everybody on the plane, and then you know you you give them your order at the beginning of the year, and. You know they're responsible for every flight. So JJ you have a bag. JJ, wants. here's yeah, here's what he gets. Yeah. Do you ever get soda with that, or are you like a not no, a soda no, guy? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I have probably haven't had soda in five years. Um, Doc or Austin? <laughs> <laughs> you got to answer one. Um, Doc. Doc. That would be the coach of the Clippers. Yeah. Doc, Austin is his he's, son. He's my boss. So. He's your boss. <laughs> got to pick him. <laughs> Um, are you a better podcaster or defender? Podcaster. <laughs> um, not great at either, but not. a podcaster for sure. Green juice or smoothie? Uh, smoothie. What's your smoothie order? Um, vanilla whey protein, coconut water, peanut butter, spinach, banana. Sounds good. I like that one. Scissors or clippers? Hair clippers. Not, not, yeah, not, not Los Angeles clippers. Um, I mean, I'm a fade guy, so I got to say clippers. Kobe Bryant or Kobe beef? <laughs> Come on. That was good. That was a good dad joke. <laughs> Kobe beef. East campus or west campus? That's a Duke reference yes. for anyone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, Andrew Knowlton, our resident yeah. Southerner on staff. All the freshmen live on East Campus. I'm going to have to say, well, and it's also different architecture. So well, the classic Duke architecture is West Campus. So I'm I'm picking West Campus. Yeah, Andrew said East is neoclassical with red brick and white columns. West is Gothic <laughs> with rough stone. Is that is that an accurate portrayal? It's a perfect. perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect. Perfect description. I was on campus once years ago when I was at, at GQ. I did a I did a cover story on um, Katie Holmes back when they used to oh, shoot yeah. uh, Dawson's yeah. Creek there. Dawson's Creek, yeah. And I was hanging out on the campus. My for a freshman while. year, I remember them. They were still shooting. Oh, they were at still that there. Point. Yeah, okay. at that point. What, yeah. Freshman year was what for you? Two, two, two thousand two. Summer of two thousand two. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably when I, I probably wrote the story that yeah. year. Um, all right, a couple more. Uh, this is totally random. Vin Diesel or The Rock. The Rock. Are you a Fast Furious guy? No. No. <laughs> or do you watch Ballers? I watched the first season. It's not It's not for me. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's not for me. 
<laughs> it right. reminds me, actually, you know, it's just it, I got to stick up for athletes, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah you do. The, the, the TV tries to depict us as like these, you know, imbecile idiots who make just poor life decision after poor life decision. Hanging out How on yachts. How are we that different from everyone else? <laughs> well, we don't have charter jets taking us everywhere. That's one it. way. I don't get it. NCAA championship or NBA championship? NBA. NBA. Easy. All right. You got to work on that. I know. <laughs> but the ship has sailed for the NCAA. So <laughs> you still got a chance. I still got a chance at the other one. You have a big free agent decision to uh, decide <laughs> coming up soon, so keep that in mind. Uh, last question. Butter or olive oil? Butter. All right. JJ Reddick, thanks so much, man. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Bon Appetit Foodcast is produced by Emma Wurtzman and Carrie Polis and edited by Mitra Kaboli. Our theme music is by Valerie and the Grady's with additional music by Nathaniel Wurtzman. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And if you want to tell us about this or any other episode, email us at bonappetitfoodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.